Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. And we talked about this story last year, and I wanted to follow up on it because not only has it worked out really well, but it's just the kind of outside-the-box thinking that, that most communities don't do. It seems though municipal governments are really set in their ways. When it comes to public transit, there's really only one way to do things. You buy some buses, hire some bus drivers, draw out some bus routes, and make everybody catch the bus. But what if there is a different way? right? What if you sort of put aside the whole idea of bus routes and bus stops and all of that and say, look, our job here then, if we're providing public transit, is to help people get from point A to point B. And you know what? There are a lot of ways of getting people from point A to point B. So the town of Innisfil, Ontario... And I think this was done out of, to, to a large extent, financial necessity. This town doesn't have the money to splash out on a bunch of new buses. But they've got an obligation to, to get people around. So they came up with the really unique idea of reaching out to Uber and trying to find some kind of a partnership with Uber that would provide the means to get people from point A to point B. And that's exactly what they did. And it's been about a year. And it's been a huge success both in terms of people using it and the amount of money the community has been able to save. So joining us to talk a bit more about, you know, where the idea came from and why it's worked so well. I'm very pleased to welcome the program Gord Walkup. He is uh, the mayor of the town of Innisfil, Ontario, and also Paul Pentakainen, who is senior policy planner uh, at the town of Innisfil. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us here. Well, thank you. Uh, so let me start with you, Mr. Mayor. So where, where was the town at at the outset of this that, that prompted you to kind of think outside the box and, and look at different ideas? Well, where we were, we had uh, consultants come in and look at a, a, a transit system that could be operated in, in, in the area of the town of Esville. Um And the price uh, came back <clears throat> from the planning department uh, with Paul and, and our head planner, Mr. Tim Kane, was enormous, uh, so council felt very uncomfortable uh, with the the plan to move ahead with a proper transit system, um, and uh, we we said to Paul and Tim both to go back and and come up with some idea of, of a a better method, uh, and they came back within about three to four months and come up with the Uber idea, and, and it was very thinking outside the box. It was a great idea, and council certainly bought into it right off the bat, and it's been tremendous for the town of Innisfil. Now, how long ago was that, by the way? It was. We launched it in May of uh, 17, 2017. Uh, but okay. I, it, it's taken off, and it's been tremendous for the town of Innisfil. Uh, and also, too, just so people know, uh, I mean, how, how big is the town? How many people live in Innisfil? It's a uh, 36,000 population, but it's spread out. Uh, we're about the landmass of uh, Mississauga or uh, just a little under the size of uh, the city of Toronto, metropolitan Toronto. So oh, wow. Okay. It's quite well, it's, it's spread out. 
Okay, so Paul, as as you go about uh, looking at at alternatives, I mean, you're, you're kind of getting into uncharted territory here. So, where, where did the idea come from for this? Uh, well, it really became like, what is the best way to have? It was clear to us like the bus transit route would have been way too expensive. Uh, it was clear to us that we needed to have a demand-based transit solution for the town, um, just because there was so few people forecast to drive these buses and at a very high price. So as we were starting to explore solutions, we had a transit advisory committee of residents also put together, and it just became clear that we just had to um, kind of approach Uber, and to and that really got the ball rolling once we did. And um, yeah, from there, we customized uh, the Uber app to use the Uber pool platform. So it um, automatically now pops up that when you're in the in the town of Innisfil, it's an Innisfil transit option that's on the Uber app, um, and it's um, customized so that uh, the fare structure is customized as well, as then um, then it pools riders that are traveling to and from um, the same destinations as well. So it, it's really working great for us. Yeah, I mean, I guess Uber needed to, to be a participant in this. I mean, if Uber had said no, that probably would have been up against a brick wall at that point. Yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah, no, Uber was a willing partner from the start because, of course, they're looking at new ways to move uh, move uh, people in communities as well, and this was just a great pit for them. So explain how it works, right? I mean, I think people get the concept of, of taking public transit. You need to get to a certain point. This is the route that goes there. You catch the bus at a certain time. So how, how does this work? Uh, so automatically when you're uh, in the community, um, you go to book your trip, um, beside where the Uber X option would otherwise be, um, there's an Innisfil Transit option. So we have a few destinations in the town where it costs three, four, or five dollars to get to or from. For example, our uh, town hall local rec complex area is a three dollar flat fare. Um, then our employment area is five dollars. A very south go station, which a lot of commuters use or people also use to get into the city of Barrie bus network. Uh, so those are flat fare destinations, but even if you're not going to one of these flat fare destinations, it's a $5 discount off the regular Uber uh, trip for those uh, trips. So we are seeing uh, trips uh, to both the flat fare destinations as well as just the $5 discount as well. Okay. So passengers pay a fare, but there's also some some covering of those costs from the town. Yeah, so that's where the town subsidy uh, is put towards instead of buying buses and staffing the buses and bus shelters and all those costs. It's just the town pays for a portion of the Uber fee. And yeah, it's very convenient for uh, residents to use. And yeah, we've shown uh, uh, the numbers increase from about an average of 3,000 trips per month over the summer shortly after we launched to the winter months, it was approaching 6,000 trips per month. Wow. So it's so- um, very, very successful. And, well, it seems to be people are certainly using it. So in terms of, of cost savings, then, what, what have you seen? Uh, well, the costs were just under 150000 for uh, 2017 um, in terms of uh, cost savings. So the average subsidy per, pers- per passenger was just over $5, whereas the bus route um, and the feasibility study was estimating it could be upwards of $30 per passenger. And we also did some estimating that, what the comparable level of coverage that we now have uh, using this service would be using a bus network. And those costs were quickly approaching millions of dollars and even up to $8 million for a comparable level of uh, bus coverage in the town as we currently have. So, Gordon, you, you mentioned that the town council has been very pleased with how this has all worked out. So is, is this being made permanent now? 
It is, uh, yes, uh, it's something that we will keep going for uh, some time, I hope, because, uh, as as Paul explained, it's certainly a lot cheaper than operating a a bus and and hiring drivers. It also employs people here uh, because people that want to get involved uh, and they have day jobs or afternoon jobs and they want to make some extra money, uh, they can sign up with Uber and and go through all the qualifications that Uber requires them to do, and then... uh, they can work whatever hours they want to do, or if they want to work on a weekend, or if they want to work a certain night of the week, they can go out and do it. So some of the uh, people that are in the town here are certainly happy because they can make some extra money. Yeah. Now, it may not be a fit for every community across the country, but uh, has there been interest from, from other towns, from other municipalities, to, to find out how it's working for you guys? Are other communities considering this? I would say yes. I mean, we get calls from across Canada, right from the, the BCO to Newfoundland, because of of what the i the idea that Paul and, and Tim came up with, and I'll let ta- uh, Paul talk a bit more about it. Yeah, places from of all sizes, actually. Yeah, from throughout Canada, throughout the United States. Um, yeah, they've been asking us how it's been going because uh, even bigger cities they see this as a potential way to start to um, maybe take some of the underutilized bus routes, uh, replace those uh, with a more cost-effective means, and then also uh, smaller cities and towns uh, such as what position we were in without any type of transit service, um, they're looking at this as a potential solution as well to um, um, yeah, start up a public transit service in their communities. Yeah, well, that's quite fascinating. Uh, Gordon, Paul, uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you both for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. No, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, there you go. Good folks in Innisville, Ontario. That's Mayor Gord Walkup and uh, Paul Pentakinen is the senior policy planner with the town. So talking a bit about how they came up with this, how it's worked out. It's worked out pretty well. So this is uh, a town that's uh, 36,000 or so population. It is, it is fairly spread out for a city that size. This is the kind of thing where you say, well, maybe in that unique circumstance, I kind of think would work there, but not anywhere else. Because the question is, well, why not? Why not? I mean, you look at air travel, for example. We leave that to, to private companies. You look at even intercity bus travel. We leave that to private companies. Why are we so locked into the notion that only uh, a public transit agency can provide that, that transit within the city? I mean, obviously, still, you have the option of, of taxis and Uber in a city like Calgary. But when it comes to, to public transit and what we look to for municipal governments to provide, why wouldn't that option be there? To fill some of that gap with, with, um, with a private company, private transit, and to partner with a private company. And I think for smaller municipalities with limited resources, you know, they're, they're looking for creative ways to move people around. You could argue that a big city's got more resources, but if there's a cost savings to be had, I mean, that kind of thing would be scalable. It doesn't have to be citywide, but even with some underutilized bus routes or certain parts of the city, maybe it would make sense. Anyway, 974-8255. Curious, what do you think about that? We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.